Hey everybody, John Richards. A cut above horror review episode number 12. We are talking about the James Gunn movie called Slither. Yeah, probably not one for the kiddos, <laughs> which you'll find out in this review. But uh, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you go follow us on all of our social media pages. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. So get ready. Episode number 12. Slither, 2006. Director James Gunn. A Cut Above Horror Review, which will start right about now because I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Cut my life into pieces. Good evening and welcome to A Cut Above Horror Review, a podcast where we review all things horror. I'm your host, Jacqueline, and tonight we will be discussing the film Slither from 2006. But first, let's meet everyone else on the show. First up, it's Hydraberg. Hydraberg, how you been this week, man? What's going on, guys? Good? Having a decent week. How about you guys? Pretty good. Um, uh, what you been up to? Nothing much. Uh, a lot of work this week, but um, I've seen a couple of films. Uh, I watched Grave mm -hmm. Encounters 1 and 2 mm -hmm. uh, the other day. It was my dog's birthday also, so I, I chilled with him while we watched them. Yeah. Your dog's birthday? Yeah, it was his birthday on Tuesday. So <laughs> That's cool. We watched Grave Encounters together. I had never seen either of them. What did he think of them? Uh, he likes movies. I don't know. He looks at the screen. <laughs> um, I also uh, got Elvira. It was her birthday the other day, and I got her to view one of our Instagram stories. I wished her a happy birthday, and she viewed it. So that's, that's pretty awesome. good. Yeah. She's probably listening right now, I'm sure. Absolutely, she is. Why wouldn't she? <laughs> hey, Elvira, what's up? How about you guys? I, I, I'm good, I think. <laughs> you look good. Thanks, man. Yeah, well, uh, yeah I'm going to get to you. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Let's introduce right. Hyderberg before I tell you about my week. I mean, so, not Hyderberg. We just talked to Hyderberg. Let's talk to John. How you doing, John? Good evening. I'm doing excellent. Thank you guys so much. Um, been an awesome week for me. I mean, it's been beautiful weather out here. We've sit, we're sitting in like the upper 70s and we have the entire week, which is fantastic in Southern California. So again, I want to remind people that we are coast to coast. So uh, Hyderberg's in New York. Jacqueline at the time being is in North Carolina. I'm in San Diego, California. So it's been wonderful out here. And then let me throw it to Jacqueline. Jacqueline, how's your week been? <laughs> <laughs> it's been nice it's been nice we've had um actually a lot of company visiting us in north carolina we're up in the mountains and so we've had some friends and family visiting lately um today we took the kids to a local theme park that's like wild west themed uh which was pretty cool and they have like a real coal burning train from 1917 and you could ride it all the way around the park so that's rad um the kids like the petting zoo they had like llamas and goats and stuff i petted a goat that looked exactly like black philip oh nice. yeah <laughs> nice. did you live uh, so deliciously i always <laughs> live deliciously <laughs> that's wonderful but, uh so my kids weren't scared of black philip i dubbed him black philip um but my two-year-old was really scared of it of this emu uh, I've never seen an emu in a petting zoo before, but this petting zoo had emus. And to be fair, they did kind of look like the devil. So, but like, so my two-year-old has been talking about it all day, like all day. He keeps saying, bird's scary, bird's scary. So uh, he might be traumatized. What we'll, we'll have to see. 
What is an emu? Is that is it uh is it a mammal or is it a bird? It's a bird. It's a giant bird. It has like a huge body. It was taller than I am, but it has the tiniest head. So you know, there's only got to be like a little pea brain in there. And I swear <laughs> to God, its eyes were red, like wow. deep crimson red, and it like wow. it did kind of look like the devil. So I don't blame my two year old for being scared. Uh, I did yet. feed it some food, but I was a little uncomfortable. So it's like that's... the Roadrunner where it goes, da, 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 da. like it puts his beak, goes, bah, 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 bah. yeah, like it that, was right? like a surgical. Yeah, I held out the food to it and it was like a surgical strike. It like seized the food out of my hand and I kind of jumped <laughs> back a little bit. So. <laughs> so, they look like ostriches, moves. I think. Yeah, they do. Yes, yes they do. They do. I, like their bodies are enormous. Like you have to imagine there's probably some good meat on there. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, little pea brains. For all you hunters out there, emu meat. That's the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> now, I always thought emus were the ones that the kids that worked at Hot Topic, but I didn't realize it was a <laughs> emos. Yes, that, oh, my that bad. too. <laughs> no offense to emus or emos. Well, the, the emu was wearing a black t shirt, so maybe it was oh, an okay. emo emu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're in Manscara. We're in Manscara. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway. Uh, let's move this along. John, do you have any horror news for us? I actually do. Um, we're all excited. And I think all of us are excited about the new Halloween kills coming out, which is uh, October 15th. And they finally signed a deal with a streaming service. Would you guys like to take a guess of what streaming service they're going to be on the same day it's released on the theaters? HBO. Mm. HBO Max? Nope. Amazon? Nope. Don't say Netflix. Peacock. Uh, I was going to say Peacock. Yeah, it's coming out the same day. So if you have the Peacock channel or network, because I don't have it, I don't know. Um, I don't either. That's why they they signed that movie to try and get people over there. Yeah, yeah, I I think you're... Well, they got the WWE on there. So, you know, I think that'll bring some people over, right? Absolutely. It's practically (laughs) the same audience. Exactly right. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I'm actually excited about this movie, VHS 94, which is the fourth installment of the franchise of VHS found footage, uh, coming to shutter October 6th, yeah, the trailer, the trailer we actually just put up on our Facebook page. And I, I again, I liked VHS one. I like VHS two viral sucked, but this mm-hmm. one actually looks exciting to me. I don't know about you guys. I, I don't know if you've seen the trailer. Yeah, I'm ready for I it. Haven't- I, I'm down for it. Um, I didn't care. I didn't actually see three, so I don't have any opinion on it. I know Get some it. people don't care for it, but I really like the first two, so I'm totally down for part four. Absolutely. So it, it'll be on Shutter October 6th, so here in just the next nice. couple of weeks. And then, this new uh, one has that same vibe from the old ones. It does. Cool. It first really two. does. Yeah. I, I just think it's weird because 90s are, are 30 years back now. <laughs> so this, yeah. is our, this is our retro. You know, this is, a, this is like you take things back to the nineties rather than the eighties or the seventies. And it's Dude, just, that yeah, makes that, me feel so old. I know me too. I, I was feeling the same. <laughs> I was like the nineties. I graduated in 94. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aye, so, aye, aye. But I'm excited for it. Um, uh, I don't know if either of you guys are big fans of the lost boys. Remember that back in the eighties? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's on yeah, my list. Oh boy. Uh, they're coming out with a reboot. Oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> and the casting looks really bad. The, oh yeah. My gosh. yeah, the cast so far is Noah Jupe, 
Uh, he was from A Quiet Place. Jaden Martell from It. Uh, we got writer Ryan McKinnon and director Jonathan Etwistle. I directed some sort of avant-garde shit. Um, <laughs> the only thing I'm wondering is that, are they going to bring back the mullet guy with the saxophone? The saxophone guy, he's still around, so totally. I know he is, but like, how are they going to bring him back? Is he going to be like some... I don't know some some yuppie from Seattle drinking coffee from a shovel. <laughs> no, he's going to be a half naked, oiled up muscle guy on the beach. They can't do that because th- that's what was the eighties. What's twenty twenty one? It's some um, somebody oh, drinking boy. coffee. An from oiled a up muscle man Seattle. playing saxophone doesn't. It's timeless. It doesn't matter what generation. <laughs> <It's timeless. you're in. laughs> well, you got a point there, Hyderberg. <laughs> yeah, you got to still believe. I forgot how the song goes exactly. But. You know, I actually yeah. watched that movie probably a couple months ago. And that movie's near and dear to my heart. It, it's it, it really does still hold up. I mean, that the act and like great the soundtrack were, were dope. Yeah. Man. And I was just like, I couldn't believe that that cast. Keeper Sutherland and Jason Patrick, oh, like they're fucking great so actors. Good. The Corys. That's the Corys. Yeah. Together so, again. It's tough to beat. Tough to beat. Yeah. I. I. I yeah. I'm very hesitant about that. Just. Yeah. Because, I don't. I, I'm not but, big on remakes to begin with. That doesn't give me good feelings. Guy. Not at all. I mean, no. I think we'll all try it. I mean, I think we all want to see for ourselves, but I mean, I'm not going to get my hopes up. If they could pull like a Fright Night, maybe. Like, yeah. The Fright Night remake was not so bad. And I enjoyed that. Was one that. I didn't care for it, to be honest, but when I watched it, I was surprised that I enjoyed it more than I thought. Yeah. But. I'm just not a big vampire subgenre fan. I I don't know what it is. I I just not a big fan. Of, but but the, I did like the Lost Boys. I mean, it was my childhood. Yeah. I watched it I again. Like I said, reach it. It's a family movie too. It. I feel like you need that family component. That's what makes that movie so well. Sure. It's you know, it's a family drama sort of based with the vampires around it, and it's got the comedic beats. So if they can keep that somehow, maybe they can do it. I thought no. you meant it was a family movie, like fun for the whole oh, family no, no, to watch. Like, <laughs> it's watch like the, um, I don't know about it's that. It's like a family-based movie. Yeah, based David, you're family. eating worms. You're eating yeah. worms, David. <laughs> John, I'm with you. I, vampires are not my favorite subgenre, but when they're really good, you know, I have I have my my personal favorites. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not like anti-vampires. Just not my favorite, but you know, there's some good ones. Absolutely. Any other news? Uh, I, we're good. We're good. Sorry about that. All right. Oh, that's okay. Uh, Hyderberg. So talking about Slither from 2006, this was your pick, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, Can you tell pick. us about why did you pick this film? Why, oh, why? Um, oh, why? I, just, I enjoy this movie. It's, this is a fun movie. Um, I, I feel like it's a really recommendable film for horror fans. I wouldn't recommend it necessarily to people outside of the genre uh-huh. because it, it caters to us horror fans. I mean, there's a lot of homages, you know, and you could tell James Gunn, like, you know, he loved making this movie. And it yeah, shows sure. the gore in the camp. It's just a fun time. All right, cool. That's Those are good reasons. You want to give us your reach around plot synopsis? All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Overhead, the skies at night, a meteor bathed in light, approaching Earth with all its might. Meteorite filled with frights. It crashes down and changes lives. Parasitic slugs, they steal your mind. Invade your brain to serve the hive. Consume more meat, fornicate, and thrive. 
This little town, it won't survive. Mouth agape, catch you by surprise. Its tentacles, they split your sides. Hunger for meat, it satiates. Bursting Brenda procreates. A horror film with comedic traits. Its flesh is moist with boils that quiver. A film with gore <laughs> that makes you slither. <laughs> Nicely done, as always. You do not. Hydraberg, I, 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 I gotta say, man, like each and every week, I do look forward to those because that that. <laughs> you gotta post these on the Instagram, Hydraberg. Pe- oh, the people right, want right. the people want the reach arounds preserved for posterity. I think we want to be able to. Too. I have to hand them. I gotta like give them to you after the show. Yeah. I don't think I have enough characters. I don't think I don't think there's oh, enough yeah, space maybe. for all that. Yeah, well, I don't think those like are a hundred. I don't think those are 140 characters. I think those should be Instagram. I think Twitter will make an exception for a reach round. <laughs> yeah, <they will. laughs> yeah I'll, I'll ask Jack. Could you please make an exception for Hydroberg's reach rounds? Dude, come on, it's the most popular thing on. <laughs> all right, but yeah, they'll, they'll definitely put on. It's Instagram the best part. And the, and the Facebook. They'll yeah, from we'll just put them up everywhere. We'll mm-hmm. put them up everywhere. Uh, beautiful and moving and touching as always. It was. Thank you. It was. Well, before we drop the spoiler warning, we're going to try out a new little segment here. We're going to uh, discuss among the three of us briefly whether this movie sucks or whether it fucks. (laughs) So we won't be giving anything away in terms of detail. So don't worry if you haven't seen the movie yet. This is still spoiler free. We're just going to basically give our thumbs up or thumbs down. Right. Okay. So, so Jacqueline, just real quick. um, What's the bad and what's the good on that? If it sucks, it's bad. If it oh, fucks, oh. it's good. Oh, the I got you. Okay. Suck, okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Just making sure. Because both, all, both all... sound good to me. I'm fine. Um. I'm with it. <laughs> well, so for the My name's Buck and I'm, I came to fuck. <laughs> Your name is Buck, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Hydraberg, this was your pick. So, you tell us first. Does this movie fuck or does Oh, this suck? movie fucks. <laughs> For real. And probably Raw Dog too. Based <laughs> on this just the effects and stuff. This is Obviously. a fun film. And my initial thoughts without, you know, spoiling anything. I just I like this movie. It's funny. And uh, it uses practical effects to a great degree, which you don't see as much in horror. It mixes it with CGI and we'll get to that, but the practical stuff is great. All right. So Jacqueline, overall, what, it's, it's a yeah, fuck Jacqueline, for what, you, Hydroberg. Oh, it's a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to throw it to you, Jacqueline. What do you think? Okay. Does it suck or does it fuck? I think overall this movie fucks. Uh, <laughs> I think it has, I, I think it's a fun ride. It has so much going for it. I agree about the effects being awesome. Um, it's, it's not recommended for the highly squeamish. If you mm-hmm. are easily grossed out, like this is a gross film. Yeah. So if you are easily grossed out, uh, particularly by like dermatological issues mm. or um, like swarms and hordes of weird creatures, then insects. maybe skip it. Yeah, insects, maybe skip it, maybe skip it. But if you can tolerate high degrees of grossness, I think it's, a, it's definitely uh, a recommend. So, but for my own personal taste, I think this movie fucks for sure. John, what about you? Man, you guys <laughs> said it all. There's nothing more I can add to it. Uh, this movie Fox, absolutely. Um, uh, it, wow. Uh, I, I, I love the practical effects, and I forgive some of the 
terrible CGI that's in this movie just because of when <laughs> yeah, it was made. It doesn't made. hold up well. Yeah. It doesn't. It, but, but, but again, I don't think that that even practical effects back in the 80s held up very well. But you you forgive it because of what the movie is trying to tell you. And, mm-hmm. and that, that's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie yeah. is to entertain you. And that's exactly what this movie did for me. So I say it fucks and go watch it unless you are squeamish exactly like Jacqueline said. Yeah. You guys ready for a spoiler alert? Drop it. There we go. We're talking about Slither from 2016. Director. No, 2006. No, 2006. Oh, did I say 16? Yeah. I'm sorry. 2006 from director James Gunn. Of course, he's done uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and numerous other movies, but fun, fun movie from them. So if you have not seen this movie, make sure you pause the podcast, go watch it, and then come back to find out what we thought about it. So away we go, kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, before we get into it, I have a request to make. Okay. Yeah. Guys. Uh, Heidelberg, I think you mentioned earlier that there are a lot of like homages to other uh, horror films like clearly show that James Gunn is like a longtime horror fan and like has a special place in his heart. I would ask you guys please to refrain from pointing out any of those specific references uh, as we talk about this, because that's going to play into our trivia segment uh, after our review, which today we're going to have something a little special. It's going to be a little game. So if you wouldn't mind just refraining from those from those little tidbits. I go so my notes. No, I'm just <laughs> 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 I, I got to go watch the movie again. <laughs> yeah. Well, John, John and I will just talk about it. Bye. Yeah, there you go. What, Jacqueline, is this in your in your um, in your trivia? Is James Gunn at the beginning of the movie as the teacher? He's yes, in he the is. movie, right? Um, I you know what? I don't That's, actually. That have is that him. In my I trivia. know that for sure. That is. Okay. Oh, it cool. is. Cool. Like also, like where Elizabeth Banks is talking to a guy. And that's James Gunn, right? Yeah, where uh, where uh, Michael Worker first shows up, a uh, Grant. <laughs> that yeah, is yeah. him. Can we? What was that? Uh, that was my TV. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Real the quick, background. the um, did you guys see the sign for the school in the background when they were um talking, James Gunn and her? The did I see the sign of the school? Yeah, the sign for the school. No. It says, um, "Congratulations, Cooters." Third place, oh, yeah. oh yeah, I did see that. <laughs> so yeah, I saw that, that and I was like, "For those of you who don't know, the Boys on the Street Show podcast, stack. yeah, they have a uh, they have a segment on their show where they hunt cooters from the the movies that they're reviewing, and it's a character type, basically like a pathetic loser. Yeah. Like, do not, do not say, like, Jacqueline, we'll get sued. We'll get sued. No, 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 okay, I don't want to step on their proprietary <laughs> segment. But yeah, it's, 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 it's it, it is a straight chill and exclusive, which is why I'm giving them. I'm not. I'm not copying. I'm just saying. If you don't know what we're talking about, go listen. Yeah. Go listen to their show, and they I will just educate help you. Laugh at that sign. On the on all that is cooterdom. So sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was a little inside laugh for us, for us folks. God, this movie uh, was so much fun. Holy shit! Ugh. I I almost. It's so much fun. I wonder if it's almost kind of like a modern take on the creature features of the 50s and 60s uh like just done in kind of a modern way kind of like ant-man or like attack of the wasp woman or whatever all that the blob and all that kind of stuff i was gonna say that i just didn't want to god i'm I'm trying not to like mention because i know you said that now there's so many things at the end of the 
uh, show that we're going to do a little game. But like specific things, like you can you can mention like general stuff, but like okay. specific things, just hold off. Fair enough. Okay, so here's here, here's the thing, yeah. and and I feel that this you know this was ultimately a tribute to <laughs> to Cronenberg, David Cronenberg. Yeah. Just because it felt so, it, it was like there's so much to it, and and I think all of us mentioned it that we wouldn't recommend it to a casual casual uh, a movie watcher. Like like to mm-hmm. me, Ready or Not last week was absolutely like almost anybody can watch that movie. Yeah, yeah, you'll get grossed yeah, out and close your eyes. Yeah. This this movie is not for a general uh, 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 adult audience. audience. This is for right. specifically. You know, if you love horror movies, you're actually going to kind of love this movie. Yeah. If you can, if you're somebody who likes the gross, like there are horror fans who don't love gross out stuff, but uh, assuming that you are, then, then I think it, yeah, for sure. Um, I got a lot of yeah, Carpenter I mean, vibes. How so? Yeah. I mean, how yeah. So? Just because of the creature feature part. Oh, okay. There's some, right. some mm-hmm. Carpenter stuff going on as far as directing and, uh, the, the practical effects and stuff but i can see the cronenberg yeah. stuff too yeah i think the cronenberg stuff was more obvious to me just because there's so much going on in terms of like the body being invaded by something yeah. and like the decay Branch. of the flesh yeah mm-hmm. and, and like i mean so i i do get a little squeamish sometimes with the gross out stuff not with gore per se but like anything that resembles an infection or mm-hmm. like skin skin bubbling like that some of that stuff. in this uh, yeah for sure so like i mean i wasn't like looking away but my stomach was turning a little bit i will i will confess um but this this movie actually hit a lot of like sensitive buttons for me like mm-hmm. not not so much to the point that i dislike it like it was still within my range of what I can tolerate, but it definitely hit some buttons. Um, like the skin bubbling, flesh decaying, like there's just a lot of grossness. And I also have a thing, I don't know about you guys, if you're weird about this at all, but like bugs or yeah. like critters or vermin, especially when there's like huge numbers of them, like mm-hmm. swarms of anything, it, it freaks me out a little. Well, they're, yeah, stuff- they're meant to, I feel like. I, I don't think I've ever seen that. So it's never really bothered me. Um, you know, one thing I actually kind of loved about this movie, it, it, it was so fast paced is that our character arcs or our, our character development happened really quick within the movie. And I was able to pick it up right away. It's been a long yeah. time since I've seen this movie. So like for me watching this, it was, you know, you knew who everybody was, you know, you had the, the asshole mayor, you know, you yeah, had, I love him. <clears throat> yeah. And Michael Rooker, what exactly oh did he gosh. do? Because like, mean? like to me, he's one of my most favorite character actors. I'm Mary he's Poppins, an entrepreneur y'all. or something. What do we? What? He was an entrepreneur or something. Oh I yeah, yeah I, I don't think you really got what he did, but but they had yeah. a dope house, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did. You know, Elizabeth Banks, oh, yeah. dude. I've I've always had a crush on that gal. Um, you know, we, Nathan Fillion. Come on, dude. He, he he was the he was the chief of police. He's awesome in this. You know, and like the beginning yeah. of the movie, like he and his 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 uh, deputy, they're sitting in the car, just sitting there sleeping and just having this conversation. This asteroid falls, and it was a, like the, the character development was like right away, and I loved it. 
because you didn't need a whole lot behind these people. Nope. I agree, John. And you know, it's been a long time since I've seen this movie too. And so Heidelberg, I'm really, I'm really glad that you picked it actually, because I'd forgotten pretty much everything except for the grossness, you know what I mean? And so I didn't, (laughs) I didn't remember any of the specific characters. And so I, I didn't, know really what to expect you know in re-watching it but I had forgotten how how much you get to know and like the characters like Elizabeth yeah. Banks and the um sheriff party or whatever his name is that the guy Bill, yeah Bill Carter. That? yeah um you know these are likable characters and so you you really have something to kind of hang emotional stakes on and I had forgotten that that was there I kind of remembered it as just a gross out film and it was more than that it it, it pleasantly surprised me upon rewatch yeah the characters are um they're like small town tropey a little bit but they're played really well by the actors right so you like them Mm -hmm. really like you're like yeah you're not that invested as far as like you don't really know what drives them as much but you like these characters already once you meet them Right, he's and nor do you he's care. A, he's a douchebag. You kind of like him just when he's on screen. He's fine. Yeah, and nor do you care. I mean, you don't you don't need no. the background of these people, and yeah. it's just it, like like exactly like you said, Heidelberg. It's it's very it's very endearing to these to these characters mm-hmm. that that you you're you're drawn to them, and you want to be, you know, just you're invested in the movie. This movie is an hour and thirty five minutes, and it's just like you're yeah. enthralled from the very beginning. True. I think the relationship between Staller and Grant too is like that they play that up and it's good. It actually works well for the film. It, it, it like grounds you a little bit as a viewer mm-hmm. for a little while. Is it, is it me or does James Gunn just love like eighties music, like late seventies, <laughs> oh, yeah, early eighties music. Yeah, did you guys that. notice, oh, I think must. did you notice air supply in there? Is that what yes, it is? For is that sure. their song? That, that is air supply. Oh my God! You're everything in the world. <laughs> yeah, Sarah <Sarah's> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those like '70s love ballads for sure. And they play yeah, twice I in the movie. It. And like to me, I, I, went, I went back to childhood, going like, "Yes, yes, I love." <laughs> the first time they make sweet, sweet love while it plays. <laughs> Meanwhile, got, John was curled up in the fetal position, sucking his thumb, crying, rocking back and forth in the corner. <laughs> Mommy. Yeah. Mom. Mom. But yeah. Mom. Hyderberg, I agree with you. Like the the relationship, the the marriage between Starla and Grant. Like I find Grant to be like before Grant gets you know taken over by this creature. I find him to be really unlikable, like bordering on like rapey. Yeah, uh, the way he's like kind of like insisting on sex and really almost trying to force himself on his wife before she kind of removes herself from the situation he's clearly mad and it's not to say that he doesn't have a point like if you know they're never having sex that's a problem but you know he gave off rapey vibes for sure so yeah i think like, yeah, he's frustrated i i, I think yeah. he was frustrated absolutely you know and i, I get you, that you, and jacqueline you make a great point too because you know he, he goes to the bar and he's just sitting there like mopey you know yes yeah. please fill, yeah. fill it up again like he had just drank a pitcher of beer or something like that and yeah um, you know, what was it, Karen or whatever her name was, uh, just came over Brenda. to him. Brenda, that's Brenda. it. So so Brenda came over and, and was hitting on him. And, you know, he's just like, okay, I'm down. Again, he, he he's <laughs> he's not a good character. He's not a good, he's not a good person at all. Um, you know, just he loves his wife. That's like the one redeeming quality. He does love his wife. Yeah. Like, yeah, but the thing was is that that and and that's that's kind of the problem with it is that that the next scene after everything goes down is that 
he plays air supply and he's being very romantic and she was totally no, she down plays it. It, he's downstairs and he comes upstairs because he hears the music she's trying to make it up to him for not sleeping with her oh night. okay yeah. well, well, yeah. well he, and he but he was being you know obviously he was possessed he by crying a little bit he was possessed by slither um yeah. <laughs> so he, he came he came back up and you know it was like all nice and she bragged about it to her friend at work she was just like Oh my God, you wouldn't believe what happened. Well, you're a married woman. You should enjoy stuff like that. So I yeah. feel like their relationship, there was love originally. And then I feel like maybe it's become a little loveless, but also it was a marriage of like convenience too. Sure. You know, so that's why they've started yeah. to fall out of love. And, but he, I feel like he does care for her, but it's also in an ownership sort of way too, where it's like, I don't want other guys looking at you, you know? But yeah, that is the one redeeming quality. I feel like when the, when the, the slither starts taking over his body. He even that scene with the shower, he, he Grant takes over and he turns around and he leaves because he feels like he's about to hurt his wife. And yeah. That was a thread that they still pull on throughout the film. It was like he was fighting with the monster the whole time to not yeah. hurt his wife. That's why he impregnates Brenda instead. Right. Yeah, I think it's more complex than just, oh, he's like a, a rich asshole and she's a, a gold digger. Like he genuinely yeah. seems to care for her. He's not perfect. Like yeah, he's no, too for he's too forceful with her in bed and he acts like an asshole. And it's insinuated that she married him for money and like education opportunities and stuff like that, but she genuinely seems to care for him as well. So I think mm -hmm. it's 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 not so cut and dried as just though convenience, but it, I think that's a component of it, but it's not just that. They don't say it, that's but I think is he supposed to be like a military man? Like ex-military? Oh, I don't know. I didn't I didn't pick that up. I he had like either. the tattoo. I thought I thought it was like a military tattoo. Maybe oh, they just maybe didn't cover so. it. Yeah, I, I don't didn't know. Notice. Rooker could could have those tattoos. I mean, yeah, he again, might. He's, like, just like, like, he's a buff dude too. Like to me, that guy is such like one of the best character actors. I think the most underrated character actor that oh, that we've ever had in our our entire absolutely. lives. I mean, you, For you sure. start you start with the you know Henry portrait of a serial killer. You start with, or you go like back to his other things. Even like most recently as Yondu from from yeah, Marvel man, movies. He's so good as Yondu. Yeah. He is. I mean, the, the guy is so good, and it's just the Walking Dead. Did, Walking Dead. God damn it! I I, I don't want to bring it up. Like he just looks like Walt White. Okay, sorry. <laughs> he does like with the with the square glasses. Yeah, and, Walter White. And, yeah, I could definitely see that. It looks like Heidelberg. <laughs> you mean Heisenberg? Heisenberg. Heisenberg. I, well, I was thinking of you dressed up as uh, Walt White for Halloween. Did yeah, you ever exactly. see that picture, John? I've Did never seen that it. Picture no. of Heidelberg. Uh, have you yeah. never seen it? Yeah. Oh, uh, Heidelberg. Like, was send it to me. Back with my buddy. Send, we won best it. costume. Yeah, you got to send Andy it to me. We cooked up rock candy, uh, blue rock Dude. candy. We handed it out at the party. Nice. John, I'm telling you, their costumes were spot on. Well, Heidelberg's costume was spot on. I think it was. Yeah, the other guy doesn't guy, look but... exactly like Jesse. Did you have no, the slacks? But here's... We had the Tyvek suits. Oh, okay. The yellow Tyvek suits, and yeah, we had the yeah. real gas masks with the pink oh. filters. I, I got to see that picture. to make my eyes look like I got a black and blue, and I had the oh. glasses on with the tape on them and stuff. Oh, nice. I got to yeah. see that. But anyway, Michael Rooker. Uh... Yeah, Michael Rooker. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. So Nathan like. Yeah, but so like his performance in Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, like people I know who don't even like horror movies or who are like never scared by horror movies, they're like that movie scares the shit out of me because mm -hmm. he's so he's so fucking scary. So yeah, but I so I agree with you. He's just I'm always happy to see him on the screen. Yeah, and and there's never a disappointment. They kill a dog mm -hmm. in this fucking movie. Man, 
a couple dogs and I thought the same thing. I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, how many films have we reviewed already where there's a dog that gets killed? At least three or four. Well, we've talked about I it remember. in the past. Yeah, I, we've talked about it in the past. That dogs and children dying, that's that's a no-no. Dogs but, upset you know. me. I mean, the, like you could kill all the cows in the world. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> they kill cows in this too. They do actually. <laughs> Pretty much everything gets killed in this movie. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think the cast was uh, was competent at, you know, at the very least. Absolutely. Enough that you felt like they, they just, you felt like they lived in this town together. Everybody seemed to know each other. They had some kind of past, even though the film didn't go into it. You know, you just knew, especially with uh, Nathan Fillion's character, uh, Bill and yeah. uh, Scarlett. You could tell that like yeah. there was a there was a time where like they wanted you know like he wanted to be with her, you know. Yeah, obviously. yeah. So it's kind of like the the underlying that was kind of like the underlying real love story. Like they you could tell that there was mm-hmm. an attraction between them all the way throughout. Which and now maybe that Grant's gone, we'll probably you know they'll probably have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe they were high school sweethearts, and then all of a sudden you know yeah, they all stayed like in the that. same town. Yeah, because they do mention something about him going away with her or something like that, right? Yeah. Oh, going to Hollywood, yeah. That, that yeah. he was going to be the bodyguard or some shit like that. Um, Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher also has a small role in this movie. You know, Pam from The Office. Yes. Yeah. She's awesome. She plays the the, the receptionist at the sheriff's office. Oh, is that who that was? Guys... Yeah, that was Pam. Yep. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, she was married to James Gunn at the time that this movie was made. Oh, I didn't know she was. With oh, yes. Oh. Yeah, they were married, I think, I think for about eight years. So uh, they, she, she's married to somebody else now, but she was married to him yeah, at the time that they, that this movie was made. So, yep. Just a small role. I didn't Put know the that. Skeeter in there driving her bonkers. <laughs> yeah. And then she gets it at the end. I was kind of, I kind of got mad that she got it at the end. I was like, damn it, keep your mouth shut. Yeah. I was hoping she would survive because I didn't remember what happened to her, but oh well. Because everything's going to shit and like they go to her and like, she's just sitting in the police uh, place, like still fine. And you're like, oh, she's fine. Look at her. Well, that was the kind of fun part about it is you didn't know who was going to live or who was going to die, you know, because they had this posse when they went. Oh, my God. And I just I, I keep thinking about that big the orb, the big orb uh, of a Brenda? woman, Brenda. Oh, Whoa. my God. That, that to me was like the funnest part of the movie. That, like to me, that was my favorite scene because the scene when he fills her, too, is pretty gross. When he first like gets with that. I don't think that's as memorable as the giant exploding woman. Oh, no, yeah. I think that's, I don't know if I would go so far as to say that was my favorite scene, but I think it is the most indelible in my memory. Like it's yeah. tough to forget a woman who is literally the size of a barn. It was, it was so, it was so Cronenberg with this though. I mean, it was just like, it was just her face and some sort of prosthetics of, of, of this really? balloon. I got Willy Wonka vibes. Maybe. Yes. Uh, both. But, I think both. I think well, so. I, I mean, schnozberries it's just like... taste like schnozberries. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I got but, a blueberry for a dog. No, but yeah, you're right, John. No, and it was just amazing. Because, but this is like where you know the CGI looked really bad because yeah, like she was her. starting to tear apart, and it's yeah. just like, ooh, that looks bad. But again, like for me, I I totally forget that because it just this movie overall was so much fun, you know, and this is where she tears apart. And this is where the slugs or slither comes out and starts terrorizing this town. Okay. Yeah. Can we stop and talk more about this, this scene though, for a minute before we move on to like them terrorizing the town, like Certainly. this woman. 
So you said that the CGI doesn't hold up, but here, so for me, this scene actually, like, this was kind of a rare experience for me, but that scene, I know it was like meant to be really absurd, but it actually scared me. Like I was actually, I was actually really disturbed by that scene and I can't quite put my finger on why, but so when you just see her all huge like that, it's, it's kind of funny, like in its extremeness, you know, but it's, she does a good job. The actress did a good job. I think of, yeah. portraying the feel like being really in pain and the way she says these little fuckers they're tearing me apart <laughs> and then you and then you see her like starting to burst at the seat like i don't know what it is maybe you guys have some insight into the psychology of it but that was so disturbing to me like maybe having given being, birth you can really maybe so like i have i have literally been torn apart yeah. <laughs> but just but just the the idea of having of having millions of tiny creatures inside of you that are bursting yeah. out of you and feeling that like knowing what's it, the fact that she knew that there were like multiple things in there and like that she called them little fuck it's just, so oh. hungry. I, I just found it really I just found it really disturbing. And, and and then when she literally explode, I mean, I had to like pause it for a minute and regroup. But but here's the thing. And Jacqueline, I actually totally agree with you thinking back to it because of the fact of how she started. She just became this yeah. chain chained up. I don't know if you call it a slave or just a, a prisoner. And she's yeah. forced to eat raw meat. And then just seeing her like that, I actually, the more I think well, about it, yeah, that is really the most disturbing part. He rapes her in a sense. Exactly yeah. right. Like, yeah. Like inseminates her with the with the yeah. slugs, the slug yeah. or whatever. Never really thought about it as a rape scene, but it technically really is. I oh, mean, it totally really, is. Tentacles yeah. totally sort of is. take that away from me for as it's happening. I'm just like, oh, wow, that's gross. But yeah, it is. Yeah, the more it I think is. about it. And, and there's more than one. That's not the only one. Right. Yeah. It's not the only scene. So... Um, yeah, there's a lot of rapiness going on mm-hmm. here, which is, you know, very alien-like, I think, Yeah. of like the alien inserting itself into you. And, uh, you know, that's all men, which is interesting in its own way. But um, yeah, like <laughs> that, that scene is just really disturbing to me. And like, I don't even notice the quality of the CGI. It's just the disturbingness of her acting and like being in pain literally bursting at the seams and then swarms like i said that kind of activates something in me but like the swarms of slugs it was just mm-hmm. oh i yeah I to break. oh my god this is definitely not for the faint of heart for sure <laughs> this movie at all no um <laughs> back it up right before they enter the barn when they when they follow grant there and they approach grant for the first time mm-hmm. right i thought that scene was pretty cool because you get to see grant like in his first transformation, like as the beast before he gets bigger. And, you know, he's got the jaw, the maw or whatever on the side of his face now. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Starla goes out there to talk to him because she still cares about him enough. Like she's helping. She wants to help put him down at least or whatever she can help out with. Yeah. And then that guy like pops up. They're having a moment. That guy pops up and like when he cuts that dude in half with his appendage, I just thought that was so gnarly. Like it happens so fast. Yeah, have, like so that's that, I've only ever seen a vivisection like that mm-hmm. in one other film, and that was Ichi the Killer. Do you guys well, did you guys see that movie? I did. Yeah, but remember Freaky also. 
Oh yeah. There was that one scene of freaking. Okay. You mentioned well, you the, mentioned that she didn't kill that episode. The, that's true. Did I? I got itchy on the brain. <laughs> um, got an itchy brain. <laughs> my my brain is Ichi. Uh, that that was definitely the Ichi was the first time I ever saw that, and mm-hmm. Slither must have been the second, and then Freaky obviously is the third. But that's a I think that's like a really awesome effect when you can pull it off, and I I think it I think what what makes it work in this movie and Slither is like it's not just he gets cut and sliced in half and then falls down like you see the gut like the intestines actually like spill out yeah. first, yeah. and so for me that it really worked. I like that what you get you the guys? reaction on his face too before he realizes what yeah. exactly what's going on because it happened so fast. Yeah. Did you guys get a little HP Lovecraft in this too? It's in oh, my notes. Yeah. Oh, Tentacles. Boy. I, said, I thought, like, I was going to ask you guys if this is sort of like a comedic take on a Lovecraft story, you know what I mean? Like Cthulhu or something? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, like something from beyond or out of space. Like yeah. uh, Color Out of Space or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I think you could definitely say that. I have, yes. Okay. Yeah, I think you could definitely say that. And well, so that kind of ties into what I was mentioning before about this sort of being a modern take on the creature features from the 50s and 60s. Because I think at that time there was a lot of social anxiety about like the bomb radiation. and radiation yeah. and what was going on. So I don't know. Like, do you feel, do you guys feel like this? modern creature feature plays on any societal fears like maybe the fear of like uh, you know as as our space program improves and we're you know wondering about intelligent life elsewhere like or or is that maybe. just sort of the device that can, he's using like oh it's an alien i don't pick it up but i could see maybe a case for you know the hive mind thing being a social commentary maybe on society or something like that but it doesn't seem like it plays like that I, I get more of a political yeah, that, vibe. Like, if it's a social commentary on anything, it's more political of like the, the divide of the the mass, the masses coming together and you know going against society. I guess, and then you know, and maybe a, a play on small town USA. You know, being being in a very populated area, I, I was like, okay, well, people have their own brains, their own mind, but they all get controlled by this one person because they all speak through him or, or he yeah. speaks through them, you know, like this person controls you once yeah. he, he quote unquote infects your mind that, that he can speak through you. So you're speaking for him, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the vibe yeah. I got. Yeah. It's almost like a loss of individuality. Correct. Like, yeah. Uh, so in that way, I think it's almost kind of like it, it, it's sort of an echo of invasion of the body snatchers. Exactly yeah. right. Where like you look like yourself, so it obviously plays out differently. But like in that movie, it's like you look like yourself, but on the inside, you're like nothing. You're like not a person anymore. You're something else. It's not. It's not really you. You've become something else. Right, and we've uh, where where the, the spoiler alert is that once the the brain dies, so does everything else. Right. Right. Because yeah. they didn't get they didn't get back you're up. Part of the hive at that point. Yeah. They exactly. Just drop. Right. Yeah. So they're like, boom, we're done. Yeah. There's also, I love, there's so many different forms to this creature in this movie. Like, from the slugs themselves to the actual insect that is that the, the little insect thing, that's like the actual creature that take that's the oh, face. Oh, like the larvae. Says, the face of the creature is a needle. Yeah, so a larvae. Like that that little, yeah, that's shoot, like okay. the creature, right? And then, yeah. like, there's the slugs. He takes over animals. You got Grant, his transformation. 
and how he absorbs people and all that other stuff. You got well, Grant becomes the Grant becomes the, the, the zombie people. He becomes the main thing, you know. Yeah, that larvae like thing is like the main thing yeah. that shoots into his chest, and yeah. then exactly, he was that thing. Yeah, exactly. That so thing he, he, he becomes he becomes the king. And they have all these different, like when they can start spitting on people. Like you didn't know that that was even a thing that could they could do until they spit that, on that one cop. That was weird to me. Yeah. I mean, that really was weird to me. I don't, I, I don't know if that made a whole lot of sense that you could do it like that to spit acid at somebody and just make their face melt. Mm-hmm. I just noticed just, there are a lot of different transformations or forms of the creature. Right. Yeah. So it, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's actually my only real like serious complaint with the movie is that I feel like the the creature itself and what it is exactly and how it functions is confusing. Mm. Um, like I think there's too much going on with it. Like the larva thing and then the tentacle thing and it possesses your mind but it eats some people it eats them up some people it impregnates them some people it turns them into a gelatinous blob and some of them can spit acid and some of them are zombies that fall down dead and it's just like it's like not one creature you know and uh i i found it confusing like oh what can this person do I, it's too much it's too much yeah agreed yeah i agree with that i, I what i did love is just how how um brutal everybody was you know because we were talking about scenes um a teenage gal that we met at the beginning of the movie she's taking a bath and uh she had a slug go into her mouth so mm. so she could actually see what this creature yeah. actually was so she info dumped on you later in the movie so i saw this and you know this this creature's from yeah. another planet and all this other kind of stuff but i what i kind of loved about after that was is like these these slugs are attacking their their house and no life was spared you know you had no. two, two two of her sisters which are like eight and ten or whatever they yeah. were whatever ages they were they were possessed they got taken over by these things you didn't see it happen on camera but it happened you know her parents got taken over yeah. and it was, was kind of sad because she was calling for her mom for help exactly like, right you know, and like to me she needs her to be vulnerable and be like mommy you know and, and then her mom like spits yeah, blood it was and, and it was like yeah yeah yeah, it, that, that like to me that was a lot of fun that was like like yeah, that's like, a good point you know we're not we're not holding anything back on this movie like nobody is safe in this movie yeah because when you, she hides in the car later nothing is sacred and the family comes out to her and approaches her that's tough like they're all taken over by them the little girls and everything I, I kind of got an idea of Nathan Fillion's character being one of the survivors at the end, but I really didn't know of anybody else. I thought Elizabeth Banks was gone. I thought she was a goner. I thought I really, thought, I thought yeah, she was going to be our final girl, and that a sheriff party might die. Yeah, I kind of flip flopped that. I thought I don't I, know. I, seen yeah. a version I don't know where I Elizabeth Banks sacrifices herself to take out Grant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and then they, with they, a hand grenade or something like that. Yeah, well, that, 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 that was actually hilarious to me. We have one hand grenade, and we're oh going to tell God, you about this at the beginning. flying around the whole house. Well, no, no. <laughs> they tell you about it at the beginning of the movie because they're grabbing their arsenal, you know, when they yeah. find out that Grant's, like, going through all the town raising hell. It's like, we've got one grenade, and that's all we got. And then it's like, hey, we have one grenade. Let's go get it. And then yeah. it doesn't work. <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> Royally bought They play hot potato with the grenade. Yeah, it was propane and propane accessories. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. Damn, Damn it, Bobby. Propane. I had to bring that back. <laughs> it's from the early 2000s, so I had to bring it back. Damn it. 
No, absolutely. Oh, uh, I, I love too that like towards the end, like Grant, uh, he puts the music on at the house, like waiting, like while he's got Darlo, he's waiting. I mean, Starlight. That's for air supply. Yeah. yeah. I just love that they cue that in again and he sets the mood. <laughs> well, and I mean, it's so perfect because that he, by that time, his transformation has been so complete and i mean he literally his form literally stretches across like the whole level of the house and he's absorbed all these other people and it's like this gelatinous thing that continues spreading <laughs> it's like it's like climbing up the walls like ivy like a climbing you know paras- parasite plant uh and it's like so disgusting and like not even remotely human anymore <laughs> The ooze and, and then you, and out then of his you have, oh, and then air, and then juxtaposing that with air supply, and this like beautiful <laughs> oh blonde God. woman coming to like, yeah, and he's like with trying him. to like woo her again, like, hey, I'm still here, it's me, Grant. I, I actually thought that was really touching, and it was kind yeah. of sad the way that she was like, the words that she was saying to him, and the gentleness with which she was speaking to him was just to like soothe him so that she could get close enough to shoot him. Yeah. But it's like well, you know it. You know it has to happen. It's like old Yeller. Like you know it has to happen. But it's still like pretty sad because there's something. I feel like she means that still, but she yeah, she does. She I yeah. I think I think you're right. I think she does mean it, but she still has to like placate him so that she can get close mm-hmm. enough to do what has yeah. to be done. And then yeah. like you, I, I guess you do kind of feel like there is something human still deep inside of Grant that's like responding well, to what she's you, saying. You hear it from all the people. I mean, everybody that 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 he speaks through is saying this to her. So you know that there's something still human in him, because to me, if if, if it's just a parasite, you know, they wouldn't be able to say these things to her. Yeah. You know, remember this or remember that. So like for me, it was just it really was it, it was a heartfelt thing. And the look on his face, you know, as as disturbing it was as it was that it just. He's in pain. He, he was yeah. like, like, like he's struggling of, of, you know, he's yeah. possessed or he's got a parasite in him, whatever it was. It's just like, you know, there's still a part of him in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I agree with you, but I, I like it when something that seems like it's going to be very shallow or surface level, you know, it can it can be fun and gross and gory and scary, but then there's also like heart underneath. I always like it when there's heart uh, underneath. Yeah. You know, yeah, and as, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, as crazy as this movie is, and it's like mostly just all good fun, I think. There I, I like it that there's a little bit of heart under there, that there's like a tender moment between a husband and wife before one of them dies, you know? Absolutely. I think without that, this film is just like a gore fest. And you I hear, think that totally, that helps you, out the film a lot. Do you guys hear mm-hmm. this in the background? They're playing uh, uh, Air uh right, No, it's it's Righteous Brothers on on this clock that that's playing because it's uh, like, everything everything fun fact. Too. My dad played saxophone on some sessions with the Righteous Brothers. Oh my gosh, uh, really? That true is story. awesome. Yeah, he played the sax. I don't know. I, I don't know why I want to build some like clay Did pots you? right now. Uh-huh. Oh, some ghosts? You both really, got it. Well done. Are you even really alive? <laughs> Am I alive? Man, I'll tell you, there's a lot of stuff I got to skip over if I'm not talking about <laughs> some of the homages. The one oh, thing I, I can talk about, did you guys watch the end credits? 
no, I turned it off during the credits. There is, yeah, there is an end credits at the very end. Oh, a blurb? I always call that a no, blurb. For some yeah, reason. of course. I, I, I wouldn't call it a stinger, I guess, but I don't know. Um, so you see the the house and like pieces of the flesh and everything from the explosion. And then there's like mm-hmm. one main mass that sort of looks like brainish or something. And there's a cat yeah. that yeah. comes up to it. And the little stinger thing comes out of it. The oh. insect. Oh. And it's like wiggling around. And the cat's like licking next to it. And, no. then you hear the, and then the screen goes black and you hear the stinger thing get the cat. And the cat's like, Rah. oh no. So Let's to believe me. that Grant, not Grant, but whatever that thing's, the creature is still yeah. alive. Yeah. So Slither it's, 2, so Electric they, they never made one. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when he's done with the Marvel stuff, Guardians 3, he'll make a. Uh, I like that. Slither 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Holy shit. The oh name's itself. <laughs> James Gunn, we're here for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. All right. You could have well, a dance scene with it, and you could have John Travolta have like a comeback. He could be in it. Oh my God. Another <laughs> comeback? Oh, for heaven's sake. Yeah. Uh, no, How many I comebacks see, is that gonna gonna have? I want to see Sam Jackson in it. <clears throat> I want to see Sam Jackson in everything. Me too. I'm tired of these motherfucking slugs on this motherfucking <laughs> thing. <laughs> on the ground. What the fuck? In this barn. And then he pulls out his purple lightsaber. Well, I'm full of personal experiences today. Samuel L. Jackson was actually my college commencement speaker when I graduated. No shit. No shit. Jacqueline, yeah. you know so I every- shook his hand. I shook his everybody. hand when I got my diploma. Jacqueline's over here living the best life. Yeah, I'll, I'll call him up right now. I'm sure he will remember from the one of 640 <laughs> students whose hands he shook, uh, let's see, 17 years ago. I'm sure he'll remember. Did you see his wallet? You know, the one that There's says one bad, that motherfucker. bad motherfucker on it. Oh, man, I was trying I should- to work that in so bad, John. Uh, I should have asked him, but I don't think my parents would have been real proud of me in that moment, so. It's like, how do I work in bad motherfucker into this? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> so that, that's exactly. I'm so I, I'm so distracted from this movie now because I'm thinking about Sam Jackson <laughs> with his wallet. <laughs> Sam Jackson does, bro. Bad motherfucker. All right, we should wrap oh, it up Lordy. there. Huh? Yeah. Yep. Uh, any other major points to hit before I rate this thing? I, I like the ending. I, uh, I again, I didn't Me see too. the post-credit scene. I really like the ending of like the way they were walking away into the sunset. That was yeah. like very beautifully done. I thought it was just great. You know, the the scenery, the the aesthetic of it looked really nice. So for me, that was that was a nice little bow on the movie. Yeah, agree. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> All that's right. It. Well, Hydraberg, since this was your movie, uh, why don't you give us your review first? With All I mean, right. your rating. Sorry. Uh, my review, we'll go over some of the pros real quick. Um, uh, for me, personally, I love a good meteorite uh, slash slug movie. Um, <laughs> Night of the Creeps is one of my favorite films, and this film definitely homages that. I'm not, I'm not trying to draw anything from your trivia, but that's just but, I, it has to be said. It's cool. Um, I He's think, bad. like, we, we touched on this already, but the acting is, like, the acting's pretty good. Like, uh, Everyone plays their parts really well. And um, you just, you really like all the characters. They play mm-hmm. them just like how you'd kind of expect them to, you know what I mean? Like like the mayor and stuff. Like he's just tongue in cheek. He's over the top sometimes. And it's just, you know, it's good. Uh, Grant and Starler's yeah. relationship is a standout, especially in the acting. Um, it mm-hmm. definitely, definitely keeps the story together and grounds it. The pacing, like we touched on, 95 minutes, it's pretty good. I feel like it drags a little bit at the end, but 
it's not it's not outrageous at all. Um, I actually I really love the campiness of this film. Uh, the humor mixed with the really gross gore, I feel like for me, it works really well. It's a it's an enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm, you mix that mm-hmm. in with the practical effects, which I feel like are awesome, and you just don't see as much anymore. And uh, you got a really fun time. Um, I, I mentioned before, I really like all the different um, like forms of the creature, branch transformation especially, and Brenda's. And uh, you know. I just feel like this movie hits a sweet spot. It's a mashup of different genres um, and it does it really well. It knows what kind of film it is yeah. and it plays into that well. Um, cons, the plot, it's not the most original. Obviously, you know, alien asteroid comes to Earth and takes over people's bodies. It's been done. Uh, this is Gunn's version of that, which is good, but it's still a ding, you know. Um, not all the comedic bumps land as well. Not everything is as funny as it could be, you know, as he wanted to be. Um, mm-hmm. and the CGI we touched on it just has an age well it stands out the, the, the practical effects stay like they look good still they, they hold up mm-hmm. I feel like the CGI looks a little shiny and weird when it's on stage uh, on scene with the practical but you know it's still a fun ride uh, so with that said I gotta give Slither a 7 out of 10 slugs in the mouth slugs <laughs> in the mouth I'll take that all right, yeah. cool, Johnny. What about you? What's your rating? Uh, I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. I mean, I think I think there was so much to enjoy about this movie. Again, I, I would not recommend it to just a general audience like we could with Ready or Not that we did last week. And um, God, I mean, it's just uh, I, I, I disagree with you with the CGI. I think this is going to be one of those movies that you look back on, you know, given another 10 years, you're going to look back on it and say it was cheesy. And it's like any other like 80s movie where the mm. practical effects didn't look as good, but you still appreciate it. So okay. it's like, 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 like I'm so torn. I mean, the acting was fantastic. I like the plot of the movie. I like, I really enjoyed this whole movie throughout. But where do you land? I mean, do you, do you give it a score for somebody that that's not a horror fan, or do you give it a score for a that is a horror fan? So what I did was I went I went a six point five for somebody that is not a horror movie fan. I went a seven point five for somebody that that is a horror fan. But I'm gonna I'm gonna split the difference. I'm gonna say again, um, just like you, seven out of ten slugs to the mouth for me. Nice. Yeah, fair. Fair points. It's a good amount of slugs to put in your mouth. <laughs> That's a lot. Oh, yeah. oh, don't I know? I'm just kidding. I think you do. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I think you do. I like. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can get uh, we can give each other shit. Jacqueline, how are you feeling about the movie? I feel that this movie. Um, you know, I I I agree with most of what you guys said. Um, I John, I think that's a good point that like. The CGI, I think because we're so close in time to this film, like it was only 15 years ago, mm-hmm. I think we're pretty aware of how much better CGI effects have gotten in the past 15 years and we're kind of spoiled. But I think give it, a, give it another 10 years and I think it'll feel almost charming or endearing yeah. in, how, in how, less, how much less advanced it was. Uh, so when we're less close to it, I think it'll feel more like retro and kind of nostalgic is, is what I think. 
Um, I agree. I think the acting is good. The plot is, you know, as you said, Heidelberg, it's not terribly original, um, but it does move along well with good pacing. Mm-hmm. I think it's trying, to, as I've m- mentioned multiple times, I think it's trying to be a throwback to kind of the 1950s creature features. And I think that ultimately it succeeds in the way that it creates a creature that is effectively scary. Like the thought of this actually happening in real life is pretty terrifying. I think where it falls down a little bit is I don't necessarily think it has a strong of like a social commentary um, undercurrent to it as those films did, which I think were very much about the fear of like, uh, like the atomic arms race of the time. There's nothing that strong here, obviously. It's not that deep. Um, But like, you know, like we've already talked about the relationships in the movie and the characters that we get to know and care for. I think that saves it from being a throwaway gross out film. And um, let's see what else. As I already mentioned, I think the biggest problem is that the, 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 what the, what the creature is and what it does and how it works, like with all these different forms. I know you like it, Hyderberg. I don't care for it. I thought it was too much. It was too complex and too sort of convoluted. And then the way that um, I'm trying to say Chloe, what's her name? Kylie, the teenager in the bathtub. I liked that she had the slug in her mouth for a second, like that it got in there, but she didn't swallow it. And, but it allowed her to kind of see these flashes of insight as to like what its mind is doing. I liked that, but I, but again, because it was so confusing, I didn't find it believable that all of a sudden she could have this like info dump that she like understood all these things about it. I think it was too complicated for that. So uh, there's a ding there. Uh, yeah. I don't think it has a huge rewatch value. I think maybe once every 10 to 15 years is sufficient. Like, I think that's enough. And so uh, I think I'm going to come in at a 6.5 slugs in the mouth that's fair totally that's fair a decent amount of slugs in the mouth that is yeah. a decent amount between the three of us that's 20 and a half slugs in the mouth <laughs> that's a lot it's a lot i mean even among three mouths so yeah. <laughs> that's that uh gentlemen would yes. you like to play would you like to play a game would you like to shit play a game? are you serious yes i'd like to I play have a game, game. Jacqueline, are you riding a tricycle right now? <laughs> look behind you. Oh shit! Did you actually is. look? There's there's jigsaw. How'd <laughs> you get right. to San Diego? <laughs> uh, okay, so here's the game. Okay. As as we've mentioned, there are many references and homages in this film to other classic horror films and people. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through a list and I'm going to mention a film or horror figure. I'm going to say a classic horror movie or horror figure. And then I want to see which one of you guys can be the first one to tell me what the reference was in Slither. To okay, that John, how do we, how do we tell just, who's just, first? Just say your name. Just, okay. And then say Jacqueline, yeah, yeah, just say Heidelberg. I'll say John. Jacqueline, you pick who went first. And then we can guess. Is that fair? I think that's fair. Okay, cool. Okay. Fire away. Uh, All right. So the first reference is 1982's The Thing. John. Oh, Hyderberg. 
John, I heard you first. What's the reference? Uh, was it the monster of of Grant, like at the end? Uh, yeah. no. Oh, damn it! All right, Hyderberg, you it's get a shot. view from space and the zoom in, right, to the planet Earth. Uh, that's not specifically mentioned in, in what I've got. I could see that, but I don't think that's a, I don't think that's necessarily a specific reference. Uh, what I've got here is first of all, the mayor's name is Jack McCready. Well, yeah, I, oh. I know. I, I didn't think you were touching on that yet. Oh yeah, yes. so I was just looking for any reference to the thing. Oh yeah, okay. I have so. that already. I didn't. That, when you said oh, first sorry. thing, I thought you meant you like lost. the first opening, the opening you, scene. That's why you lost. Oh, well, it's I'm in my sorry. notes. Okay, maybe I was maybe I wasn't clear. I'm so, so any <laughs> reference throughout the movie. So oh, when yeah. I say first thing, I just mean yeah, first McCready on my is list. his last name. Merc first on my list. All yeah. right. Uh, so and then there's actually a second reference when um, she has a thing in her mouth. The the creature, one of the creatures that she sees in the in the visions was like it looked like the dog monster thing when it's like okay, taken yeah, it over like by the creature. Of... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so we'll call that one just a practice round. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. Next up, the movie Tremors from 1990. This is a pretty obtuse one. This one I didn't pick up on to be honest. I'm trying to think of. It's very minor. Oh, is it yeah. when he slithers away? Oh, John. I heard you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't say my name. Was it the bacon? Kevin Bacon. The bacon. Yeah. Was Kevin bacon, bacon in this? Kevin Bacon was what? in Tremors. I was saying yeah. the bacon yeah, in but... the movie. Six oh. degrees of Kevin Bacon. Someone else that's worked with Kevin Bacon in six films or, or less. The bacon sure in the movie. Clearly, that was a reference to Kevin Bacon in Tremors. I got it, John. I know uh, what you're saying. Okay. I, I, no, that, I was not was, quick enough on the uptake. That, that uh, was that was a wrong answer. Uh, Hydroberg would like to answer. Hydroberg, what is the answer? I don't know. Was it when Grant like slithers away? On, no. Like, um, no. No. So the, it's there's a subtle reference where the town's high school is called oh. Earl Bassett High, which is oh, okay. one of the characters in Tremors. Oh, so, wow. that was, I know that one was pretty deep, like a small detail. But That's the guy with all the guns in Tremors, like the, the fun I've guy. actually never seen Tremors, so I don't know. What's <laughs> going on my list right now? Okay. I have a list of movies for the cast, and that's going on in Tremors. Okay, let's see. Tremors is a fun one. Just made the list. <laughs> I got a ton on this list. I got All right, here's list. another like kind of small detail, but maybe you picked up on it. Okay. Uh, well, anything that's not on my list, Hyderberg, you can throw them into. Uh, 1983's Videodrome. Yes. There's a very specific small detail. Oh, John. John, it's got to be the it, it, it's got to be the stomach thing, like uh, okay. the, the uh, Grant's stomach uh -huh. uh, virus thing. Um, the the tentacles that come yeah, out of it's it like with the gun yeah um i'll give you a point for that one it's not the specific details looking for but i it agree with gun. you that that's that that's clearly like a reference there so i'll give you a point for that uh hydroberg you want to take a stab at the tiny little detail there's something else is there mm -hmm. i don't know what it is okay uh so in the town in slither there's a store named max wren which is uh, james yeah, Wood's i don't character. know that, that well 
Oh, okay, okay. I've so... seen it. It's awesome. There's your there's your Cronenberg reference. Yeah, <laughs> right Cronenberg there. reference. Absolutely. All right, so I'd give you one though too, um, John. That's definitely like the same placement as where his videotape thing is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get a point for that for sure. Let's see. Um, some of these are just so small. I just don't. I don't dig it. Okay, here's one that you might have noticed. I certainly noticed it because this is my favorite movie, 1968's Rosemary's Baby. <sighs> Ooh. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I'm just racking my brain on this. You want me to give you a hint? Please. Yeah. It's, it's, it's something that you hear. It's not something that you see. Something you hear in Rosemary's Baby that you don't see. Yeah, so there's something in Slither, like a line that you hear that is a, reference, a, a quick reference to Rosemary's Baby. <sighs> oh, the thing in Slither you don't see, you're saying. No, no, right, no. Right. They, they were talking about. I thought you meant the reference. No, no, no. It's yeah. got to be. So, it's got to be something they say at the end of Rosemary's yeah. Baby. Um, no, no, no. There's a no, no. There's a line in Slither that is a quick reference to Rosemary's Baby. Right, but right, something they say at the end of Rosemary's at Baby. At the end, when there's it, a reveal. Yeah. We're gonna work together on this one. One of us. No. That is not the right movie. Damn it. All right. Never mind. <laughs> that is I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know how they're they're talking about the farms that he that have been hit and they're yes. like yeah. on the map. Like, so they're like, oh, the next one, that's the cast of Oh, the name. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Wow, there's so was... many more references than I even picked up on. Yeah. Wow. So I some, of, on a lot some of, of these visual uh, references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one was one of the main ones that I noticed. Um all right. Uh, okay. I bet you guys will both get this one. It'll be a fight to see who gets it first. Okay. There's a reference in shit. And I almost just said shivers in sliver, sliver, slither, slither. <laughs> to 1984 is a nightmare on Elm street. Hyderberg. Hyderberg. What is scene. it? The tub scene. Absolutely. They... Damn it. That is right. That is right. Okay. <laughs> I gave you the Heidelberg number one Hyderberg. <laughs> yeah. I gave him the number one. All right. This one's not so specific. Uh, 1986 is Night of the Creeps. I bet I know. We'll get this. One. John. Uh oh, John. Slugs. The slugs. Yeah, not just that. The meteor. The fact that they came out of a meteor. Yeah. Okay. I'll give both of you a point for that because it was kind of Thanks. a teamwork. Yeah. So we've got yeah. different detail, different facets of the same thing. So yeah, you guys are tied two to two right now. All right. All right. Next I had that McCready thing too, man. That's that's a shame. I'll give you a point for that. No, that's all right. I don't want. No, no, I believe we'll try to... no. Go ahead. I written down. I just when you said first <laughs> thing, I thought you meant the in the movie. I wasn't okay. thinking. You no, know, we're on we're on the honor system here on a cut above. I believe you. It's that the you first had time that we're playing this. Notes. Yeah. I like okay. This Next. Oh, good. Next one is 1986. One of my personal favorites. 1986 is The Fly. John. John, what is it? The transformation. Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah. Like the makeup sense. effects, the, the stand, makeup effects yeah. on Grants are very similar, mm -hmm. like almost identical at some points to Jeff Goldblum's. The bulging and the, the facial the features and the boils. Yeah. Like the mouth kind of yeah. Yeah. Just all <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Hey, yeah, hey guys. Would... Guys, another Cronenberg yeah. reference. Another Cronenberg reference. Okay, dun, dun, dun. I've got two 
I've got three more. Okay. Wait, hang on. Let me just double check this. Um, okay. Yeah, I've got three more. Okay. 1989. You guys are still tied. Three to three. Okay. 1989's Society. Oh, right here. Oh, the melting, John. Hyderberg. Oh, Hyderberg. Oh, shit. It's the shunting at the end where they all start shunting into... um, Yes. Brand. Can I can I just get an extra point off the bat right now and and play on top of that? Okay. It's also a Blob reference from nineteen. What what is it? When is the Blob out? Eighty two. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Oh, it's that old. Yeah. Well, the remake was eighty eight. The one was the remake is what I'm talking about. So it's like they're shunting into it, sort of like the shunting, but then also like there's like people with clear film over them inside, enveloped in it, and I got Blob vibes from that as well. You're right. Show. Okay, I'll give so him that. I, I will totally second that. That was excellent. All nicely, right. nicely done, Hyderberg. Just took a point off the board. Yeah, it was awesome. Hyderberg five. John is at three, but there are two left. So John, you can at least tie it up. And after that, I don't know what we'll do because I don't have a sudden death round or anything. Okay. All right. This one, I would. Okay. These last two, I'd be shocked if anybody gets them because I was shocked to read them. This is not a film reference specifically. It's a person. Okay. Huh? Rob Zombie, our old oh, yeah. pal. Hyderberg, do you know it? Um, well, no, I'm, I can't get a point for this because I saw that he's in this film already and I forgot oh, to actually okay. look. He plays a character that I couldn't place. John, you have a I'm guess? I'm going to let John go because I know. <laughs> Dragula? <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> he, has a, he has a tiny little cameo in this film. Would you like me to tell you what it is? He's like a yeah. doctor, right? Or something? He is the voice on the phone of the doctor that Elizabeth Banks That's calls right. when she's checking up on Grant. That's, That's Rob Zombie's voice. Placed it. Okay. Give, <laughs> give Hyderberg that point. That was pretty awesome. No, yeah. no, no, no. That's from me doing notes before. I was on IMDb <clears> and I saw that he was in the film in general. And I was just like, man. You know how I feel like about Rob Zombie? Has- he's excellent. <laughs> no, he's great in stuff like this where he's like, having a cameo it's great yep i think i think rob zombie is generally synonymous with excellence i don't want to trash him too much because maybe one day we'll do one of his movies and who knows and and then you could trash that That, oh like if we do one of his movies like you're not gonna trash it well especially all that dialogue that he does like like with his movies they're awesome do we Excellent have any more? Is the word. Um, I have. Of the game. I have one more. T- I have one yes. more tiny, tiny reference. All right, here we go. Okay, you guys ready? Ready. L- Lloyd Kaufman. Yes. There is a cameo. Oh. L- Lloyd Kaufman has a cameo. Show does. Uh, uh, John. John, who is it? I uh, plays one of the zombies. No. Sorry. Damn it! Is he one of the cops? Nope. Wait, hold on. Uh, get, before you answer, do you know who Lloyd Kaufman is, Heidelberg? Yes. Of He's course he does. Who, who owns Trauma Films and Boy, put all those movies out. And James Gunn used I'm to give, work for him. I'm giving Heidelberg the point. He knew. He knew. In Trauma Films. Wait a minute. To, he gets a I don't point. Have a huge... Wait a minute. He gets a point for knowing who Lloyd Kaufman is? They because also... I, I called him out. I called him out. They no, also, no, no. They this also is my game. I'm not awarding a point for that. on the TV at Brenda's house. When Grant goes into Brenda's house. Toxic yes, Avenger is, is on the TV playing. It's Toxic Avenger. So yeah, oh, Hyderberg, you are on. 
You were you were on. No, they played. High, I know they I played Toxic Avenger, but he didn't. He, he didn't appear in Toxic Avenger. Whether I want to say it. Lloyd Kaufman is one of the crazy dudes that stuck to Grant at the end, because uh, uh, James Gunn's no. brother is one of them. No, Lloyd Kaufman is a, a drunk guy in the police station. <laughs> That's funny. But he does have a little cameo in it. And Hyderberg, you're right. James Gunn used to work under him in Troma. And he actually, yeah. James Gunn wrote Tromeo and Juliet. You guys seen that? I did I a long time ago. The like first one, time I heard one, James one, Gunn's one, name. Oh, one of my childhood crushes, Tiffany Shepis, is in it. Ooh, she's Obviously. Great. Oh, yeah. I listen to her podcast, too. It's good. Oh, for real? Is it good? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah cool. It's called Casualty Friday, I think. Yeah. Something oh, like that. sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, Hyderberg won that game handily. I don't have a prize for you, Hyderberg, except for my respect and admiration. Is that going to be good enough? Fine. John sort of gave me some points, though, there. I have some more, actually. Go for it. Hit us. So um, there's, like, a scene where they cut to the ones, like, everybody becomes, like, zombies, and they're approaching the house through, like, the farmland, and there's, like, fences in the background, and, like, all these zombies kind of coming in. That's definitely a Romero, Night of the Living Dead, Mm -hmm. like, homage, that scene right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're right. And do I do I remember hearing somebody say the name Barbara or did I make that up? Maybe. I don't know. I also you know, picked like, up they're coming I'm to get you, Barbara. John didn't mention it. This one. I picked up Evil Dead vibes from the very beginning when the camera's yep. shooting through the woods <laughs> on the way to the meteorite. Yep. And it's totally fast paced the way Evil Dead's done. I, I, like as soon as it like crash landed, that's exactly what it was. And like the funky music. Oh, you know, right. Jacqueline didn't I ask did, me that question, so I would have said. I didn't no, think you know I, that wasn't on my list, and I didn't think of it. But I, I was thinking about Creep Show. Uh, oh, the the, the, the one segment with like the the Stephen yeah the, the farmer yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I that's what of I was that thinking while about. I was writing my so. reach around. <laughs> yeah, I often think about Maybe Stephen you. King during a reach around, but I uh, I didn't think about <laughs> Evil Dead. Because I was too busy thinking about Creepshow, so I, I missed the Evil Dead. But you're right. We got to cover that one there. Yeah. Oh, I I can't watch that last segment with the roaches. I'll, I'll have to huh. just not talk. Because I, I I can't watch that. Yeah. That's the that's like one of the few, if it's roaches I can't. I, that's the only time I. I so it's like it a swarming off. thing. I can't. I can't Insects deal with it. Swarms. Yeah. So the slug scene. Well, did, that's why it bothered you too. It bothered me, but I I could power through. About roaches. I I cannot. Wrong roaches i cannot tolerate so like yeah. that scene and i don't know if you guys have seen that's all practical that's real roaches too i can't i, I just can't it really and the, and, like and the, the piano that they, they do with it as they're crawling they spent out. like thousands of dollars on roaches on them <laughs> i know do you, do, i don't want to talk about guys do hear, i don't want to talk about it do you hear jacqueline like cringing in the background right now <laughs> i don't want to talk about it you guys we're terrible anyway sorry <laughs> you guys want to crawl uh, on out of here? Or? <laughs> uh, well, let's talk. What are we going to do next week, John? Oh, shit. <clears throat> you know, I think we need to go like really modern, really new. I know a lot of people talked about this. This is very, this is very, uh, I guess, polarizing film as far as the way people feel about feel about it. Uh, James Wan actually returned to the directing chair. And we're going to talk about 2021's Malignant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen this film already, but I'm definitely gonna rewatch it. I cannot John's wait to. Me... I cannot it. wait to talk about this. I cannot oh. wait to talk about this. It seems to be very controversial, and I enjoy some controversy. So that's Thanks what we're gonna watch episode. next week. 
Malignant, go catch it in the theaters or you can catch it on HBO Max right now. Um, and if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at Cut Above Horror. You can find us on Instagram at uh, cutabove.horror underscore review. And catch us on Facebook at a cut above colon for a review. Thanks, guys. Right. I was having trouble with the colon. Uh, wait, hold on. No, I'm not that old yet. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, all right. Well, good show, guys. We'll see everybody next week when we're talking right. about 2021's Malignant. Awesome. Keep it creepy.